This is the cross-conference cast for July 2012. Uh, This episode is a month late, and actually by the time you listen to this part, I've probably already released uh, the August episode. Um, I didn't quite like how this one turned out, but we still had some important things to say, because we always do. Um, But anyway, it serves as an Olympic preview and a youth national team preview, and um, well, I hope you enjoy it. So sit back, relax, and listen to news that is over a month old. Hello, this is Joan. And this is Ruth. Um, And we're back for an episode. It's a uh, beautiful day here in the Black Hills. It's a balmy 63 degrees, uh, overcast. What's it like where you are? Well, um, I'm pretty sure it's at least in the 90s outside by now. Low 90s, probably. Um, And it is humid and supposed to continue getting hotter throughout the day. So, hmm. yeah. So you don't know what it's like to be one of God's chosen people. To, Not yet. To have to have God's protection <laughs> from uh, the uh, insane heat. No, I, we had some. We we had some heat earlier this week. It was really really hot earlier. Oh no! It was it was like eighty degrees, wasn't it? No no no! It was like 95. ninety five. It was hotter <laughs> than it was in Chicago. I know because my coworkers talk about how hot it is, and then we compare, and it was always hotter, except for yesterday, where it was beautiful. I'm wearing pants. Oh wow! I'm wearing pants. I'm con- I'm considering putting on a sweater. Um, it's <laughs> I'm a, wearing shorts. The breeze. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good you're wearing something. Um, anyway, it's been a little while since we had a podcast. It's been a month. Remember when we used to do this like every other week? <laughs> yeah we need to get back to being consistent um if 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 that's what people want to see they need to ask for it people have not been good about giving us feedback i say people have not been good but we just haven't been getting any feedback come on right. well, come on we people also haven't been reporting as much well <laughs> i mean we fun. ask for feedback um and, and and nobody nobody gives us any and it makes me sad hmm. come on hit us up people give us an email uh, we have a Tumblr now, crossconference.tumblr.com. Uh, you can submit some ask questions into the ask box. Uh, you or can email you can, us. You can email us, crossconference.gmail.com. And we're on also on Twitter. But I'm not going to tell you where we are on Twitter. <laughs> um Anyway, let's get down to business. You, we, we, have, we have Olympics news. We have... Youth national team news, um, other things. Let's, uh, but let's, let, but you took a trip, and that's more important. So let's start with that because you uh, drove up to Boston to see a game and uh, have a drink up or something. So uh, tell us about that. Okay. Um, so at the end of June, I was supposed to go up to uh, Connecticut and Massachusetts. And I was supposed to see three games, um, but plans got complicated and shifted around, and um, and I only made it to the middle game of the three games that I was going to. Um, it was a really disgustingly hot weekend. There's no air conditioning in my car. There's no there was no air conditioning at the uh, the friend's place that I was staying at. And, uh, so, yeah, it was, it was, uh, pretty sweltering. I don't have any idea what that's like. (laughs) No, because you never lived in D.C. No. No, it's so gross there. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking of moving back, and then I was like, oh, they're out of power, it's gross. Um, anyway, what game did you see? I saw, um, what did I see? Oh, I saw Boston versus the New York Fury which mm-hmm. is basically Philadelphia Independence. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the weather was crazy that day. Like, as soon as I crossed the border from Connecticut into Massachusetts, like, the sky turned steely gray, and then it started pouring. And as soon as I got within range of Boston, it started pouring even harder. And then there was hail, and we were going, like, five miles an hour. <laughs> And there was lightning. Um, but the game didn't get canceled. There was a delay. 
and um, and eventually it started clearing up, and then it was beautifully sunny, right in the middle of the game, and then it got cold. <laughs> so, <laughs> and throughout all of the game, I was trying to take pictures um, and trying not to let my camera get soaked. Um, and Boston won. I think they won two zero. Um, there was there was one DiMartino there. Gina was there. Tina was not. Didn't see her on the bench even. Um, but so, what did you think of the Fury first of all? Because when I saw them against the Chicago Red Stars, I was not very impressed. I think that uh, I think that the weather conditions played a factor. Kaya Simon, the Australian, scored the goals. And so that made... <laughs> I mean, she's been scoring goals left and le- right. I think she's the leading scorer in WPSL Elite right now. Um, and I know she took down Chicago. That that um, You'll talk about that later. Um, so it's just Boston got the better end of things, I think. But Boston's been getting the better end of things overall. So, oh, and Leslie Osborne did a bicycle kick, and again, yes. Well, and <laughs> I was supposed to, get, I was supposed to get, uh, I was supposed to get photos of that if it happened, and I got a shot right before and right after, Ugh. and poor Gina DiMartino. <laughs> Wait, so it was a bicycle kick that was not ball related or no 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 no. (laughs) it was it was ball related um it was not goal related but it was ball related um gina just had the misfortune of being matched up with leslie throughout the game well throughout her time on the pitch Mm -hmm. so but that is just a weird matchup i mean leslie osborne's like seven feet tall and pretty much any of the demartinos are way below that. No, but it, it was a good game, and I'm glad that especially considering I made that drive, um, I'm glad that they didn't cancel the game. I was supposed to see the New England Mutiny play against um, that other New York team. Uh, oh, the Western New York Flash. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And and But the problem is uh, the Mutiny play in Longmeadow, Massachusetts. Well, they play in East Longmeadow. There's a Longmeadow and an East Longmeadow. And I'm sort of familiar with Longmeadow and not so familiar with East Longmeadow. And I pretty much spent my entire trip driving without GPS because my GPS died in New Jersey on my ride up. Uh So I completely missed the game in Longmeadow. I arrived, I think even most of the players were gone by the time I got to the high school. Which I needed to get to the high school because my written directions back were from the high school. <laughs> I made I made an effort. It just didn't pan out. Yeah, I'm sorry. That yeah. sucks. No, it was it was funny. It was like one of those. I'm used to it. <laughs> but you had you have a note here about uh, hanging out with um, soccer nerds. Kara. Mm-hmm. Kira. Kira. Right. Listen. <laughs> Kira. <laughs> No, it was great. It was great because because she's also a total nerd. Actually, probably a bigger nerd when it comes to college soccer and youth national teams. When when we were driving around to various places, and and we did that quite a bit while I was up there. Just all the conversation was um, very very informative um, and and really cool. Um, I I wish I wish I had just had a recorder on me the whole time. Um, and uh, the link that I've included relates to one of the conversations we had um, about how North American teams, the U.S. and Canada mainly, um, are falling way behind, um, particularly the European system for women, just mainly due to our lack of, of leagues and the the way the college system factors in, the way the youth system factors in, because the youth system is so commercialized in the U.S. Um, 
and just were completely losing out on some some truly passionate players that would be completely dedicated to the game. So yeah, you should read that blog. Listeners, check out our blog. I'll add the link in the show notes. Um, so, yeah. Um, well, that that seemed like a, like a good trip. I mean, even though you only got to go to one game. But we have other league news, I guess. Um, w League. Why do we have to talk about them? <laughs> um, Seattle Sounders uh, went back to winning. I think they won 5-0 their last game. Um, I don't think they have any... They might still have Stephanie Cox, but I know um, Keelan Winters has left for uh, Germany, Turbine Potsdam. Um, and, you know, they don't have the national team players now. Um, and then there's uh, Pally Blues. I think they also won 5 now. Um Obviously, they were not playing each other. Um, and those <laughs> are probably going to be the dominant teams. Uh, I don't really put much stock in the W League. I, I find, uh, I don't, it, it just pains me to see sort of these leagues and then the, the, you know, the national team players mixed in and then you just kind of see the total disparity of, you know, uh, the high level players and then, you know, the, 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 the people who can't, you know, aren't called up to camps all the time. Um, yeah, and that's probably a conversation for a, 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 like a focused podcast. <laughs> we can, <laughs> a we can, podcast. you know, it's one of these episodes where we're really, really focused, and it's not the morning, and I'm not, and I haven't not finished my first cup of coffee. Um, right, Chicago, and it's not 100 degrees here. <laughs> yeah, and it's not 100 degrees in the fall. We'll talk about leaks in the fall. We'll schedule that. Pencil that in for the fall. Yep. Pencil in. Writing it down. Okay. Um, well, Chicago. Uh, fell again to Boston. At uh, Boston. At Boston. Um, it was like the 86th minute or something when Boston got their goal. Um, which is, it's sad. But, but I mean, Boston is a really good team. There's no disputing that. And Chicago's a really good team. They held on for that long. Um, and I don't know. I, really, I, I, I like those two. I hope they... You know, I think they're probably going to make the they'll, they'll be in the, the the final game, yeah. Unless there's some craziness with uh, brackets, but this isn't the NCAA, so that's not going to happen. Yeah, I I don't even know what the playoff format is because I was originally under the impression there wasn't really going to be a playoff, and now there is, and I guess Western New York is hosting it um, for no reason or for a reason. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know when it is. Like, to be honest, it probably falls right in the middle of me going insane trying to schedule everything for the college soccer season mm-hmm. and the youth national teams. And yeah. <laughs> we'll get our stuff together and, and really focus on these leagues here. Um, After the youth national teams have their. <laughs> Oh God, that's not going to happen. Oh, it's we're let's let's pretend that it will happen, but then know deep down inside that it's not really going to happen. Yeah, because um, nobody nobody listens to us for the league news. They come to us for you know the really juicy stuff. Yeah, because we have a hard stuff. time coming up with like any like super interesting opinions about the the league. Because who does have an interesting opinion about these leagues? You show me the person. You show me the person, and I'll tell you how they're wrong. Um, FC Dallas though yeah Uh, well Carrie Hanks uh, I think she's upped her gold total I totally have this open she has now played five games and scored four goals and earned one yellow card and I think the biggest shocker out of all of that is just one yellow card but then again only five games so yeah she's got time I think or maybe not at all um, yeah. but Alina Garcia Mendez also plays for FC Dallas. So I'm renaming the team FC Alina Garcia Mendez, and she has played three games and scored one goal. Oh, which is, yeah, awesome for the defender. Yeah, good for her. I like it. Um, yeah, 
So that's all the league news and travel news that we have. Um, let's take a short break. We'll come back and talk about the Olympics. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, we'll be right back with the cross conference cast. back with the cross conference cast i'm joan and i'm ruth and uh let's talk a little bit about uh the olympics um but i guess before that let's talk about this uh u.s women's national team warm-up game versus canada um did you watch that game because it was on network no No. because um it was on tv and uh and my brother had the tv at the time oh what a loser um it was uh, it was on network television, which was uh, for the first time in like a decade or something. Um, it was it, it was hot, I guess. It looked hot. Um, and it was in Utah, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was in Utah. Apparently, um, God isn't blessing them. Nope. Mm-mm. Only <laughs> Western South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's well, we do have insane wildfires, but um, it's just it's just unbearably pleasant. Clearing out the heathens, you know. Yeah, it's just unbearably pleasant right now. So, um, the U.S. Uh, you can't really say that they looked great. Megan Rapinoe looked great. That was the best game she's ever had on television. I think for the national <laughs> Even team, better than Chinese Taipei. <laughs> Even better, <laughs> her ten <laughs> minutes versus Chinese Taipei. Um, yeah, well, it, she was playing out of her skin. She was so good, and everything like they and the rest of the team pretty much just wasted everything she did. Um, I hear Tobin Heath started. Yes, Tobin Heath did start. She did start. She didn't look too bad. Um, uh, but she was subbed out later, I think, for, yes, for um, Heather O'Reilly. But Megan Rapinoe played the full game, was amazing. It was, it was like, you know, Gareth Bale-like stuff, except, like, at the end, nothing. I mean, she was involved in both goals, um, including um, Carolina Moscato's own goal. Um, of course, as a U.S. Women's National Team Canada game goes, it like, it's physical. It's always physical. Um, Someone always gets hurt. Yeah, somebody's going to get hurt. There's going to be a lot of frustration, especially from Christine Sinclair. Um, but let's talk about the U.S., I guess. Uh, they didn't play terribly, I guess. Um, Megan Rapinoe had probably the best game that I've ever seen from her. Best total game, you know, start to finish. Um, it Did was she great. the full 90? She, she played the full 90 plus whatever, wow. like, couple minutes tacked on at the end. Um and but unfortunately the rest of the team just decided to waste every single bit of her amazing effort. Um I I think a lot of a lot of the reason she had a great game is because it was on network television, it was on NBC and she knows that. She's a big like if if it's on TV, she gets up for it. She's very excited. Um it's too bad she can't do that for her, even non-televised games all the time, but um it would be nice if the rest of the team seemed to understand that they were on network television um, because the, those opportunities do not come along very often for uh, women's soccer. So uh, stop wasting it, you idiots. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, have a little more respect. This is our national team. Um, no. I have unconditional love and it's painful. So I can say whatever I want. That's what unconditional means, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and the I can't, you can't really say too much about the forwards. Abby and Alex Morgan started. Um, they were both equally wasting um, Megan Rapinoe's brilliant passes. No, <laughs> um, they just they just weren't uh, clicking very well. I don't know if it was the heat um, or if, I don't know uh, Canada. Poor Canada. Okay. Um, yeah, had that own goal at the start. 
um, by Carmelino Moscato. Uh, you could see in the second half that things picked up when, when, uh, once Melissa Tancredi got in because mm-hmm. there was someone real for Sin- Christine Sinclair to play off of. Wait, Tancredi didn't start? No, she did not. Who? Um, well, I don't know because that's how memorable it was. You know, Christine Sinclair had to keep drifting into the midfield. The, she does not get good service. Um, it was just... I don't know. I don't know where to place the blame for this. If it's just that Canada hasn't developed the right players that can, you know, play at Christine Sinclair's level. Like, cause she is like one of the greatest in the world. Like set, like Canada took a huge step forward when she, you know, burst onto the scene, but that's not enough. Like, but it's not enough. She needs, you know, better service. Someone, you know, to really play off of in that second forward position. Um, And it just hasn't happened. I don't know, like, how much you can blame a coach for that because, you know, if there's just nobody in the system, then there's nobody in the system. Yeah, and it's it's hard to blame a, a brand new coach for not developing younger players. Yeah, you can blame, like, the past three coaches for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyway, I mean, it wasn't, it was probably not the most interesting send-off game. Um, Did anyone get injured? I mean, that's, uh, that's typical Well, Alex Morgan had to, had to get uh, uh, taken off because it looked like she got a little knock to the knee. It was a little scary. There were moments there when we were worried. Um and, uh, yeah, she, not, not quite there, uh, but n- no, uh, she, mm. she was not really injured. She was, she's fine. Apparently it was just a scare. Um, I have to say Amy Rodriguez scored the winning goal, which, <laughs> um, well, which Hey, it wasn't Carly Lloyd. She did not have a very good game. Um, when she got subbed in, it was like, she was getting set up for some pretty good goal scoring opportunities. And it like, it was just old school, 2006, like huge misses where it's like, you're shooting with the wrong part of your foot. Like <laughs> you are a professional. <laughs> I mean, you can't, I don't know. I sometimes I'm like, Oh, you can't be too hard on a player, but it's like, I think she's over 25 now. Uh, she's been doing this for a while. I don't know. Uh, but she was there at the right time. Give her credit. She was there at the right time. Anyway. Um, but yeah, the, the the way the game changed once uh, Christine Sinclair uh, had Melissa Tancredi to play off of, that was, that was nice. Um, that was, that was good. Uh, Canada, I don't know. I feel like it's just kind of the same... Same old song with them. And I, I, I don't know. I may, well, you know more about Canada. What, like, <laughs> what could we possibly hope for? Like with, I mean, 2015 and uh, then, and then they will be like, they'll really show us something or what? I don't know because, um, with the, with the recent coaching change, um, their last coach was, she got her hands dirty in the youth system and, um, you know, she was, she was involved with their youth national teams. Um, and you're seeing some of the, the good players that she started bringing up, um, aren't still under consideration even for the youth national teams. Um, and that's really depressing. Um, and I don't know, I don't know what the current involvement is from, what's his name, Herdman? Uh-huh. I don't, I don't know that he has any vision. I don't know how involved he is at that level. Um, so I guess, I guess we'll see. Um, I mean, who even knows if he's going to stick around? So. Yeah. Um, who knows? I don't know. Canada's got their issues and they got to. They really need to work on it. Yeah, they got some shoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But, I mean, they released their roster, their Olympic roster, along, uh, I think, you know, Japan did, England, New Zealand, um, all released their uh, Olympic rosters. Uh, Let's see, France, Sweden, uh, Let's see. And uh, hold on. A well, second. technically, England is Great Britain. Oh, that's right. They they <laughs> are getting to play, though. There is some controversy about that with other countries not wanting people to play for this Great Britain team. But I mean, looking at the Canada roster, like no new surprises really. Um, I hope I hope they go with. Uh, Sink and Tancredi for, you know, starting. And they recognize that that's a good thing to do. Um, it's probably what the only thing to do. Um, if they want to get out of group play this yeah, time. Yeah, if they want to get out of group play. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know that there's so much uh, anticipation for them in this this tournament so maybe they can like this can be their opportunity to really turn things around have a really strong uh olympic tournament (laughs) and well i mean because the expectations are really low now (laughs) i mean yeah for sure like nobody nobody's like oh gosh canada's really gonna make a run for it so if they do everyone will be like yay um of course they kind of do have a hard group japan sweden south africa um I mean, not that South Africa is hard, but um, Japan and Sweden can give them are will probably be favored to advance out of that group. Well, it's probably um, impossible to scout South Africa. So, you know, mm-hmm. if if Christine Sinclair has an off game, South Africa totally has a chance. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Let's just tell it like it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that that that's Group F. Um, Group E, Great Britain, New Zealand, Cameroon, Brazil. Um, that one's a little bit... that That'll be really, really interesting. Because, uh, you know, uh, Great Britain, a.k.a. England, and uh, New Zealand, you know, but, uh, those, could, those are some teams that, you know, have their ups and downs, but are both really, you know, capable of some really good results. Um, you know... England's roster, and I, 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 I'm like shocked every single time that uh, what's her name is Hope. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm shocked <laughs> every time I remember that Hope Powell is still coach. Yeah, like how is that still what? That's still a thing. We're still doing that. Um, but I mean, because they're, they're has there have I'm looking at their roster. I don't see many um, changes from the World Cup. Um, Except for a couple of non-England players. Yeah. But are they going to are they gonna play? Like, who knows? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just happy that Karen Carney's there. Yay! And that's about all I have to say about Great Britain. No, I'm, I am still... like I know it's like uh, two big tournaments back-to-back, but... You're hosting. You have the opportunity to maybe, I don't know, shake things up a little. I, who knows? Um, well, as long as the players follow through this time. <laughs> yeah. As long as these players step up and, uh, you know, just do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Everything. Um, <laughs> New Zealand, you, you know more about them than I do. So, um, how are you feeling about New Zealand? I'm feeling I'm feeling good about it. Um, I mean, this is this is a group that um, has gotten close to beating the U.S. and beating. Well, they've gotten close to beating Australia, um, which is, when they finally do that, it, it's going to be a big landmark for them. Um, yeah, I mean this is this is a, a roster with experience and with um, a, a lot of I don't know pride and spirit and and they'll bring it to the field. It's just a matter of whether they can 
make it through the whole 90 minutes. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh. Um. I mean, I think, I, and I know I have probably said this for the World Cup too, but, you know, it's it's just a matter of time before they break out a group. And this could be, this could be the tournament. Mm-hmm. I am going to say that it's not going to be the tournament. I Probably say Great Britain and Brazil will advance from that group. Um, and in terms of Group F... Uh, if Great Britain implodes because of various personnel issues... <laughs> maybe. <laughs> then then, yeah. then New Zealand is the one to advance. And in Group F, I would say Japan and Sweden. Um, unless Canada can really surprise me. I don't think so. What are they doing in Switzerland right now? I mean... Come on. Um, they're complaining about not getting enough sleep. Well, Japan and Sweden it is then. <laughs> um, group G, USA, France, Colombia, and uh, North Korea. Um, Korea DPR. Uh, I, say, uh, I, I say the US and, uh, and France. I don't know how you feel about... Yeah, probably the U.S. and France. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Should we do a, I don't know. You're probably not that interested in doing a um, an everyday podcast like I did for the World Cup. But um, we'll see once we get closer later this month. Um, <laughs> well, at again, the very least, I mean, it's the Olympic Games, and we haven't covered an Olympic Games before. That's true. We haven't. This is our first time covering the Olympics. And, and so it's more than just soccer. Yeah, we, I could do a lot of talking about boxing. There's women's boxing for the first time, and judo. Ooh. I want to. I kind of want to watch the judo. Um, if nothing else, you can educate me, and at the same time, our listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's not talk that. about soccer at all. Let's only talk about these other events, um, and. We'll, we'll just see how it goes. No, we will definitely talk about soccer. Yeah. And the people talking about soccer for the Olympics will be uh, some new faces or voices, I guess. Um, well, not new, new, but different for the <laughs> Olympics. Um, Kate Markgraf, Cart- Kate, Kat Whitehill. I'm having a troubled time. Troubled time. Um, and uh, Brandy Chastain. Uh, will be our our color commentators for the Olympics. At, at least that's what I'm understanding from this NBC article. Um, no Julie Foudy. Uh, quite a surprise. Maybe her contract is just with ESPN or something. Um, but that's super Ilmanica exciting. Monica Gonzalez? Hers might also be with ESPN. That bums me out. We love you, Monica. Um but I'm looking forward to Kate Markgraf. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's really happy about this. Everyone being you and I. Um, well, Kate we're Markgraf- the ones that are right. So. Yeah. Um, and she is the closest to being right all the time. No, she's she's great. Kate Markgraf was awesome in the um, World Cup doing the announcing. Um, I It was disappointing that she got the kind of like, uh, the games that people weren't really paying attention to oh, as but much. but they were the ones I was paying attention to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, one, the ones that, like, yeah. But um, the, it'll be awesome. I hope she gets, I hope she gets the really exciting games. I hope she gets the final, in fact. I oh, really hope, awesome. but I'm afraid that Brandy being the bigger name will get it. Um, and not that she is wrong a lot of the times, it's just that she won't shut up. And she doesn't talk <laughs> about the game that's actually being played. She's talking about the game that's being played in her head, which is... Usually uh, about 20 years old. <laughs> but it's always better. It's always sharper, and everybody makes the right decisions. Um, and that they're better than the okay decisions or the ones that are even just good. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I'm excited about these commentators. I'm excited about that. But uh, this tournament, there's something just a little bit whimsical about the Olympics. um, And also at the same time sad because it's not the World Cup. But people are still like, yes, we're world champions. No, you're not. Not. And it and the fact that you know you can take your full national team to the Olympics just kind of shows you how little stock FIFA puts in women's soccer, because if they they wanted to make a real you know 
this is the women's champion thing, you, they would say, you know, it has to be an under you know, U23 team. Um, it can't be your full team. But anyway, Olympics, right? Oh. Well, let's take a break because okay. that was too long. Um, and we are going to come back with uh, U20s, U17s, exciting tournaments for them. Um, and we'll be back in just a little bit uh, with the cross-conference cast. And we're back. With the cross conference cast, I am Joan, and I am Ruth. Um, and let's talk about these U20s uh, and U17s. Hey, um, right. do they have the wait? Do they have anything going on? Do they have a thing that they're going to be doing at all? Uh, so. They have training camps. Um, so no, I mean later this year. Later this year, I think they might have some games coming up. Uh-huh. Um. <gasps> I don't actually know what the U.S. is doing before the their <laughs> World Cups, but <laughs> there are the World Cups. Oh, yeah. Okay. August. All right. I and, guess. <laughs> yeah. And September. Well, the other, the other nations are having warm-up games and, you know, doing actual preparation. And I'm not really sure what our kids are doing, um, especially the U-20s. I'm sure there is some. Just- uh, there must be. We just don't get to know about it. Well, times are tough. Resources are stretched thin. Um, Hi, is only one man. Uh, um, <laughs> they could hire somebody else. They could. They could. They totally could. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the U-20s um, and their, the World Cup groups that have been set on Great. the different teams within those groups um, and the different players within those teams. Like, all the awesomeness that could possibly come of Mm -hmm. anything ever. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, for our groups for the U-20s, and their tournament is in August, starting the 19th, I'm pretty sure. Um, Group A is the hosts Japan, uh, as well as Mexico, New Zealand, and Switzerland. And Group B is Brazil, Italy, Nigeria, and South Korea, a.k.a. Korea Republic. Mm-hmm. Group C is Korea DPR, a.k.a. North Korea, Norway, Argentina, and Canada. And Group D is the one that probably, um, I don't know, anyone that's not burned out from the Olympics will be watching for the USA, uh, mm-hmm. Ghana, Germany, and China. Which is interesting. We get Germany in group play. Um, I, yeah, we don't. That usually does not happen. Um, It'll be a good test, though. Um, I mean, as I've said before, it always helps the U.S. if they have to work for what they're getting, mm-hmm. and if they, I mean, if they lose a match in group play, then they'll come back stronger. Yeah, it's better for them to do that than roll through the group. I agree. Um, and that's true, I would say, for the senior team. But definitely true. For um, any U.S. team. Yeah. Because they get cocky. And it's important for them not to get cocky and comfortable. Um, so that's, I mean, that's a good good way for the U.S. to start off. Um, but gonna, Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you, you've got a, a note here that Group A is your favorite. <laughs> Yes, Group A is my most favorite of favorites. Um, Because, well, I mean, the quality of play in this group is going to be great, first of all. Uh, You have the host Japan, and Japan is really this, you know, they're moving in. They're making their mark. Um, And I think that's true at all levels. Um, Because you don't get to the point of winning a World Cup if you have completely neglected your youth system. FYI, pro tip, don't neglect your youth system. (laughs) And you've got New Zealand. I mean, this should be a very experienced New Zealand group. They, uh, you've got, a bunch of them are going to the Olympics, which might be their 
downfall. Um, if they're if they're burned out, if they get injured, then that could be a problem. But they're gonna. This is a team that's going to have a lot of experience, not just from from playing with the um, the senior national team, but also a lot of them were with the 2010 U20s. So you've got a lot of experience going along there. Mexico is another experienced group, um, and and I love them. I just love them endless amounts. Even without Alina Garcia Mendez, um, I'm rooting for Mexico, and I am not ashamed of it. Um, and they have a Bronco. They have Sofia Huerta, and I think they'll be keeping her. Uh, I think we talked about this last podcast, but they're currently in camp right now, and my Twitter feed is just full of fun Mexican players talking about, you know, training camp shenanigans. And they have, they have games. Um, they're heading to Argentina today, I think. Um, and I would assume that in Argentina they'll play against Argentina. I would hope. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they'll play against Brazil. Who knows? And also in Group A, there's Switzerland. Switzerland might also have a Bronco. It's really hard to keep up with the Swiss, so I'm not positive if she's been brought into camp yet. But um, she has talked about uh, trying out for them this summer. So even if they don't get a Bronco, this is still my favorite group because it's awesome. <laughs> it's the best. That's why it's group A. Um, so, but who do you see advancing from each group? Like, I'm I, like group A could be really like a toss up because I think, I mean, I, I, Japan's probably going to advance. I don't know that much about the, the U-20s for Japan, but um, you can safely probably assume that they're right on track. <laughs> they'll, and they'll definitely have the crowd on their side. Um, yeah. And then, um, but between, like, I, I see between Mexico and New Zealand, and I would probably lean towards Mexico's um, probably surprise goal scoring ability um, yeah. th- that will get them through the group itself but um, although New Zealand has Hannah Wilkinson if she's healthy if she's healthy um, but I don't know how do you how do you see each group you know advance I don't know. I'm I'm with you on Group A. Um, Probably Japan, and then a toss-up between Mexico and New Zealand. Um, I don't really know that much about Switzerland, but between the the experience that Mexico and New Zealand bring, um, I don't see Switzerland having that same... um, bringing that that same kind of experience. I don't know how they could. Um, For Group B, that's a tough one. I mean, you could go with the favorites. Obviously, Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, Nigeria keeps talking about how this is the year they're going to go all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, because they had a good run in 2010. Um, but, I don't know. I would say either Nigeria or South Korea. Mm-hmm. I would uh, say, I'd, I'd probably say Nigeria first. I think that that'll... They're going to bring know. a lot of spirit. <laughs> yeah, and the ex- the sort of the experience they had from 2010. Um, I, I I say Brazil and Nigeria. Um, In group, group C, C. Um, Norway. Norway's going to make it out of there. Mm-hmm. No problem. Um, and Maybe a toss-up between uh, North Korea and Canada? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's whoever brings their game. Um, <laughs> Canada might make it. I think Canada has a better chance of making it out of group in the U-20 World Cup than they do in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's saying much. But. <laughs> and then D, you know, you kind of just expect USA and Germany to yeah. come out of that one. But that's that's a hard group, and I like that. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and I like that the USA is in. Um, what, yeah, would probably be... You know the the harder of the the groups, um, so we'll look forward to that. I think we're gonna do we're gonna try to do some heavier coverage for that. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, I mean, then we did in 2010. 2010. Think 2010 and then multiply it. Yeah. Um, what did we? I mean, we just talked about it in 2010. Or I feel like we just kind of. Well, I mean, you did stuff for the blog, but but I think yeah, we're gonna we're gonna come we're gonna come hard and fast and sharp on on this on these U20s. Um, <laughs> that's what we're gonna do. Uh, yeah, even if it kills us. And then uh, U17s. Yay! They, they have a tournament too. It's a busy year. Busy year for the U.S. soccer ladies. It um, is. Fancy ladies is what we should Dude, call them. I I completely forgot to mention this when I was talking about Boston. I asked um, Morgan Andrews for directions. She oh. was very smiley and helpful. <laughs> Did she look like Alex Morgan? No. Okay, so they're probably it's probably not that Alex Morgan is the head of some giant family of Morgans. And no, Alex's. because okay. I think Morgan Andrews is more outgoing. And cheerful, and Alex Morgan is, I'm sure, cheerful. When you make a lot of money, you become happy. <laughs> um, I think Morgan Andrews is a more optimistic individual. Okay, like us, we're very optimistic. But let's talk about the U17s because their groups are set too. Yes, these happened. Um, uh, the draw happened yesterday, and um, and for Group A, obviously, you start with the hosts. Um, Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Azerbaijan, Colombia, Nigeria, and Canada. Um, and then Group B, you have France, the U.S., Korea DPR, a.k.a. North Korea, and Gambia. In Group C, you have Mexico, New Zealand, Brazil, and Japan. And FYI, that is the group of death. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then in Group D, you have Uruguay, China, Ghana, and Germany. And that's the snoozer group. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's sort of like there's Germany and then who cares? Yeah. Um, no, I, I, the U-17s are harder. I, I mean, especially for women, I think. I think uh, the U-17 boys, they, men, they, they get a little bit more pressure um, Im- imposed upon them because it, I mean it. It can really, really matter. But within when, within U 17s they still have a lot of growing to do. Oh, um, yes. And it's it's just been in like the last couple years that it's that the U seventeen women have taken on you know more significance. So I think and it will be. I mean that the U seventeen tournament um, has taken on more significance and. I, th- I think what's fun about the U-17s is the way they impact the U-20s. That's what, that's what's interesting. Um, not so much for themselves or even or for the senior national team because at this point, you know, I don't They're know. They're never going to make the senior national well, team. Well, I, I mean, you would you would think that, but like, I mean, if you go back to April Heinrich, she was pulling in 17-year-old players. A 17-year-old Heather O'Reilly, 18-year-old, you know, 19-year-old Lindsay Tarpley would make the senior national team and have a serious impact. But these kids are going to miss that gap here that should be coming up in the next four years. Possibly this year's U-20s will fill fill in that gap here and replace the one or two veterans that are going to be leaving the senior national team. God. And then we're going to have to wait another 20 years to get a new national team. (laughs) Okay, maybe not 20, 10. We'll go with 10. So sad. Um, anyway, in theory, these these teams really do affect the senior national teams. They do for other countries, right? Um, and less less so in uh, the U.S. for some reason, for some unknown reason. Um, like why? I, I don't know. Now, like you have Alex Morgan and Sydney Larue, you know, from the 2008 team. Now on, uh, you know the the senior national team. I, I don't know. As much as, you know, they, they did sort of light up the scoreboards, I don't think they were the reason, you know, the 2018 was so successful. No, that was the midfield. Yeah. But <laughs> do you see any of those midfielders on the senior national team? No. No, um, you see them playing in Europe. You rarely even see them get called up to camps, which is a travesty. Um, so let's, I mean, let's keep an eye on these teams and see, you know, when PSU watch, talk leaves, watch their midfields. <laughs> watch the midfields. 
Um, oh no, no, don't watch the U twenty midfield. It's it's terrible. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's bad. Um, I guess watch the forwards who will become midfielders. Um, yeah, or defenders. Hmm. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Watch Good the one. goalkeepers because you know the goalkeepers are really the only ones that matter. Yeah. Basically, watch the other teams. No. Um, Except yeah. Canada because Canada also doesn't bring up their youth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, predictions? Anyway, predictions for what? For the groups. Oh, for the group for my predictions? Sure. Oh, I am really looking for Azerbaijan to just light it up. <laughs> Um, no, I say group A, um, Nigeria and Canada, um, group B, I will go with the U S and North Korea. Um, I think young French, uh, teams are too soft. Um, (laughs) uh, group C, that one's tough, but Brazil and Japan, uh, no, hmm. No, let me let me change that. Let me change that. Mexico and Japan. I'm going to change it. I'm going to I'm going to make a bold prediction that Brazil will not advance out of group. Um, though I don't know anything about the U17 <laughs> Brazilians because who does? Um, and uh, I say uh, Germany and we'll we'll be positive about the Chinese. Yeah, Germany and China. Um, that's that's mine. <laughs> Let's see. Um, Okay. I do differ with you in some spots. Um, I do think Nigeria and Canada will make it out. Um, I think Colombia will put up a good fight, though, against Canada. I think Nigeria will top that group. Um, I think that France is the lock to get out of Group B. Um, Really? Yes. Because apparently they dominated Germany in their uh, qualifier game, the qualifier finals. So France and the U.S., because it would just kill me if this U.S. squad didn't make it out of group. Let's see. I'm with you here. Mexico and Japan. I don't think that... I think that Brazil... Um, starts getting strong with their U-20s. I don't think that the U-17s... Like, I don't think that their women's program has enough support to be strong enough in the U-17s. Um, I think that's too early. Um, and I think that Mexico... Yeah, Mexico would probably have a better chance. Um, and I don't really know that much about New Zealand's U-17 squad. But that is going to be the group to watch, definitely. And for the final group, for Group D, hmm, probably Germany and China. Yeah, don't know what else you can say about that. Um, I would want to put, I don't know, maybe Ghana will play spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, maybe. Anyway. They're all still children. I mean, I would bet we'd see some pretty young players on the pitch if this was somehow webcast or televised mm-hmm. um because we're not sure if the u17s are are going to see any screen time um the u20s are definitely going to be on uh espn3 and i think espnu and i'll post that schedule closer to closer to time yay yeah okay um Let's, uh, should we take a break? Let's take a little break. Let's take a little break. Yeah. We'll come up. We'll come back. We'll, uh, do we'll some. We'll have our very special breaking news. We'll have, <laughs> we'll have some, uh, follow up and, uh, and, and then close things out. So we'll be right back with the cross conference cast. back with the cross conference cast i'm joan and i'm ruth um we have some follow-up from the last episode uh we talked about megan rapino um her 
quiet coming out on um, Jimmy Cooper's, uh, sorry, Jimmy Conrad. <laughs> Anderson <laughs> Cooper is what I was going to get to. But Jimmy Conrad's uh, little um, video interview thing. Um, she had an interview without, which we mentioned before, but it wasn't published then, so we didn't know what it was about. But um, on out.com, uh, there's an article, and she says, for the record, I'm gay. Um, it seems that out kind of decided that they wanted the scoop for that rather than, you know, just sort of demonstrating that she just mentioned it on Jimmy Conrad's, you know, blog thing. They're like, like she's actually coming out in out magazine, but you know, she wasn't really, she's just saying that like, yes, I am confirming what you heard. There's no, (laughs) there's nothing equivocal about this. Um, you know, Megan Rapinoe being, um, gay. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, they had a nice little quote from Rachel, how proud Rachel is. Friend of the show, Rachel Rapino. Um, better than in every other way. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's really, it, it's kind of cool that it, that not only is it like, oh, I'm quietly out, but like, I'm serious about <laughs> this. And like, it's kind of important to me, um, the way that she, you know, that, that, you know, that's what's kind of what she was saying. I don't know. I, I thought it was really cool of her. Um, but unfortunately, stupid Anderson Cooper decided to come out the same day. So it kind of got overshadowed, like, from, you know, the media that doesn't pay attention to soccer. People who do pay attention to soccer, they noticed. Um, and now, you know, she's on the front page of Yahoo. She had an interview in USA Today talking about um, why she made the decision to do it now um, uh, before the Olympics and how... You know, she thinks that people are really kind of wanting the gay athletes to come out, which is true. Um, and she just had a birthday. Was it yesterday? Two days ago? Happy birthday, Megan Rapino. Um, but more importantly, happy birthday, Rachel Rapino. Uh, it was so also it, Lauren Fulks' birthday, but she didn't come out. She so. did not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> forget about you, Lauren Fulks. Um no, not forget about you. We like you. We like you. Sorry. But do something interesting and then uh, we'll talk about it. No. <laughs> yeah, we like you, but not in that way. Yeah, we like you, but not that way. Um, I don't know. It's it's cool that uh, – I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I like it. It's cool. I don't know what you think. You're probably – I think it's cool. I think it's great that, you know, she was um, – you know, if anyone was hesitating over, over the, you know, the quiet coming out, the dud, and you know, mm-hmm. it's now, you know, here's the two by four, and, um, and I'm glad it was her. Um, I think that. Let's see how to phrase this. <laughs> I think that out of um, all of the national team players that anyone could speculate about being gay um i'm glad that i mean it's yeah it sucks that they're not open about it um especially given how popular they are but i have more respect for megan rapino than i do for certain other members of that team (laughs) so um i think the you know it's it's pretty landmark she's a current national team player she's very popular and now she is very 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 out in in addition to being out, she has acknowledged, you know, that she has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see uh, to see what the U.S. soccer f- media does with that. Right, and it's like, in a way, I really like that she did it in a way that you can't ignore it. You can't like. Or if you do ignore it, you're you're doing it on purpose. Like if you ignore that she's in a relationship, you know, U.S. soccer, um, <laughs> you're kind of doing it on purpose. And for you know what reason? You know, you can explain that because other players they get their boyfriends front and center. They get engaged. Holy mizoli! It's like <laughs> oh, like you got engaged. Something that people do all the freaking time. Let's talk if about they're it. Straight. Yeah. Like so if it's if it's ignored, it's, um, I take it personally. The, the media, the medium is the message. Um, no. Um, and it's, it, I don't know. 
It's really cool. I, I, I just, it's, I a, just, it's a test of, you know, of, of the media, yeah. of it, the PR. It, mm-hmm. It's a test of the PR and the image, whether mm-hmm. they're willing to, to step up to the plate and not be douchebags or, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Because you would totally hear about it if a guy on the U.S. men's team was dating a woman uh, from another national team or, you know, the women's national, the U.S. women's national team. You'd hear the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone everyone knows who Alex Morgan is dating and they're not engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like, not that I'm saying that, like, please talk about it because I don't really care either way. Um, you know, but if you're gonna, yeah, I mean, since they set the precedent, yeah, if I I prefer that no one's relationship ever get mentioned, um, unless it's like a relationship with waffles, because I love (laughs) waffles, even though I can't have them anymore. Like, let's talk about waffles. Let's do that. Um, I can have waffles. You know what? That's why you're burning. Um, (laughs) anyway, (laughs) um, it's, uh, you know, once again, it's cool. Um, very, very proud of her. Um, in a way, she's one of the only players who maybe could have done this because, let's face it, she's pretty cute. Like, you know, she's not, you know, you know, she's not doing the uh, um, Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition, probably for her own reasons. Um, but, you know... It it doesn't hurt that she looks fairly cute, and it's and you know it's she's not the worst person that could have come out. Um, I mean, she's she's not. Um, I mean, not that there is anything wrong with you know whatever look floats your boat, but um, she's she, hmm. Never mind. I really can't figure out how to say that that it's that it's not going to get shit thrown at me. Go ahead and say it, and I can always cut it out if I find it offensive. <laughs> Abby Wambach is doing the body issue. Oh yeah, um, but I think that's more about um, I don't know different kinds of athlete athletic bodies. Let's not talk about Abby Wambach doing the body issue. Let's talk about Ronda Rousey doing the body issue. Oh my god! Like I am so disappointed. <laughs> That that she's doing the same one as Abby Wambach because I'd like to ignore that <laughs> just, and just have an just entire take, issue of Ronda Rousey. Just take that page out. <laughs> just take that page out. Hopefully they're not back like, to back. It'll just oh be Ronda man. Rousey. If she um, could have the cover, Ronda Rousey. I don't know yeah. who's going to be them. Uh, they do rotating covers, but yeah, I bet they, I bet she'll do one. I bet she'll do one of them. Um, I. If it were up to me, I would put Ronda Rousey on the cover of ESPN magazine. I would magazine. put Ronda Rousey everywhere. <laughs> I'm so glad you like Ronda Rousey, um, who, by the way, is fighting in August against Sarah oh. Kaufman, another one of my favorite fighters. Um, oh my gosh! But wow, yeah. Anyway, we should just turn this into the women's soccer and Ronda Rousey podcast. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, everybody's gay. Gay, 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 gay. You're all gay if you're listening to this. Indeed. <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, on an unrelated note, we didn't talk about Kelsey Davis at all this podcast. And we, uh, I mean, oh that's God, our precedent this year. Um, okay. I'm sorry. We're going to have to do this whole thing over again. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure that Kelsey Davis also completely supports and approves of Megan Rapinoe's coming out there. Yeah. Well, we, <laughs> let's not speak for Kelsey Davis. Instead, let's, Kelsey let's Davis. arrange a speaking uh, party, also known as a phone call, um, with uh, Keeper of Legend, um, Portland Pilot, um, probably one of the greatest people uh, ever, a proud American, um, Kelsey <laughs> Davis. Indeed. Um Let's Just remember, this is an election year, and you can write her in for any write-in spots that are currently up yeah. for grabs. You can write in, you know, you can vote for uh, the Beltway Insiders, the, um, you know, these Washington, uh, you know, fat cats, these uh, career politicians. You can do that. You can do that. But know that you're 
making a choice that is against basically the interest of everyone, of yourself, by not, you know, when you do that, when you do that and you don't write in Kelsey Davis, I think you're making a huge mistake. And it's just really going to hurt you in the end. You can vote for the 1% or you can vote for the point zero 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 one percent at that is Kelsey Davis. Well, no, you're saying that she's really, really rich? No, I'm saying that she's really incredibly unique and wonderful. Oh, that's true. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> she probably considers herself the 99%. <laughs> she considers everyone. It was included. With she's Kelsey the 100%. Davis. She is the 100%. The 100% right choice. And I bet if there were extra credit, she would go for it. And, and I'm not sure uh, what kind of, what percentage that would be. But I don't but know. But she's I think a goalkeeper and percentages don't matter in goalkeeping. They don't. Statistics do not matter in goalkeeping or in percentages. It only matters if that number is a zero. And, or... Yeah. Anyway, um, let's uh, let's get out of here. <laughs> I think we've we've uh, this, this has gone been off the your rails. Kelsey Davis segment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, um, I'll talk to you later. Indeed. Bye. 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 <laughs>